got myself a little Pinocchio doll here. And I'm going to scare Mary with it. Hello. Oh, Emily, you look so different. <laughs> you told me about how you're scared of dolls, and I thought, ooh, I, I found a little treasure. <laughs> yeah, it, it could be anywhere except for where I sleep at night. <laughs> Can't be in the bedroom. No, no, it would watch me all night. <laughs> all night. I had this Pocahontas doll when I was younger, and she, for some reason, something happened to one of her arms. She only had one arm. My brother used to tell me that she would sit on my little play table and watch me with her one good arm wielding a knife. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, I didn't have any other older siblings to torture me, but. You got to torture your younger ones, though. Oh, I did. Oh, I yeah. Did. <laughs> oh. oh, yes. Oh, mm. yes. Let's see what we got today. We've got our Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Mmm, delicious. Mm. I got these new drinks by Sweetwater Brewing called o- Oasis. It's a kiwi strawberry seltzer. Ooh. Oh, it's very refreshing and good. And I don't know, it's like alcoholic. And then it's like, it also has antioxidants, electrolytes, yeah, and vitamin C. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's good to be an alcoholic. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry about mommy. This got everything she needs right here in this can. Electrolytes. Don't need need carrots or anything. Now just go down and get me some cigarettes from the gas station. Cigarettes. I was standing in line the other day at the gas station and this woman she asked for two packs of cigarettes and the clerk was like, okay, that'll be $25. And I was like, holy shit. I looked up, it was like $12 per pack of cigarettes. That's how expensive it is in New York. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, I guess it's been a really long time since I bought a pack of cigarettes. So that could also, they could just be taxing the ever living hell out of it now too. So, well, I think it's cheaper in the South because there's a lot of tobacco fields in the South. Well, yeah. Yeah. I imagine so. It's like, I I don't even know how much they're running anymore. I'll have to pay attention the next time I go fill up my tank. So. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Two packs of cigarettes. Uh, used to be able to get a whole carton for 25. Yeah. Uh, you used to be able to go to the gas station and get gas, but here in the South. <laughs> <laughs> it's just cigarettes now. No, it's just cigarettes and people filling up plastic bags full of gasoline. <laughs> fucking stupid. So fucking stupid. Oh, Yeah. <sighs> But yeah, um, welcome to Freaks of a Feather. I'm Emily Wooten. And I'm Mary Boom. Hi, hello. Hi, and this week we're going to do something a little special, a little different. Um, We're just going to be, you know, talking about um, ourselves and some things that we find creepy and cringy. And it's going to be a cringe ship podcast. I mean, I have a few cringe things, but mostly some some very gross, gross things to share. So yeah, if- I saw saw one or two of those on there. It's like I don't know, 
I don't know. I mean, I we, know. Can, we can put them in there. We don't have to, but I mean, if you are watching, I mean, trigger warning or listening, sorry. <laughs> if you are, yes. If you're watching me, then please go the fuck away. <laughs> if you're watching me, please leave. Um, yeah. Oh my God. Um, this is, this is also going to be a raw cast because I'm not going to, I'm going to do as little editing as possible just to get this out. Ooh. Cause we got to, I got to leave this. We got to leave this Saturday morning. Ooh. Ooh. Drive 14 hours down Ooh. to Asheville. So um, next week you guys aren't going to be getting a podcast because we're going to be recouping from the 14 hour drive. But then after that, you're going to get something a little special. Maybe it'll make mm. up for Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think so. Just stick with us here and we will provide the goods. Oh, it'll be good. It'll be very good. <laughs> it will be. Um, excited about the trip coming up. I'm so excited to come down and see you, Mary. Ah! I know. Yay. We're finally going to see each other. We've been doing this podcast remotely. Um, we're both on the East coast, but I'm in the South and she's in the North. So mm-hmm. yeah, we've been separated. By distance, <laughs> but not by the heart. <laughs> by war. <laughs> by war. <laughs> the war of northern aggression continues. <laughs> I, I just thought for today, I was like, I was trying to think up, you know, what do I find the creepiest? And I was flipping through my iPhone news, and that's when I discovered that the river systems in Argentina have giant river otters oh god yeah i'm looking at some pictures here of a friendly otter and a scary otter (laughs) (laughs) i got a friendly otter and a scary otter yeah um so things that creep me out i don't like lakes like i'll swim it like i we swam in them a lot as teenagers yeah but it's like an in and out, like I'm I'm either gonna have a heat stroke or I'm gonna get in this lake. It's gotta be a situation like that. Right. I just the thing that freaks me out the most about any open water or any like something that is like hidden or blanketed by a substance like snow or anything. Mm-hmm. It freaks me out because you don't know what's underneath it. You don't know what's in the depths. No. And I can remember being a little kid and swimming around in the murky, like radioactive catfish filled <laughs> shitty lakes around Tennessee <laughs> and bumping into like upturned trees. Yeah. And Ugh. it didn't help to, you know, at least in our part of town. I mean, we live near like a, you know, Oak Ridge National Laboratory. And, you know, it was not safe to even catch and eat the fish in the in the rivers and the lakes. Yeah, and we everything. were swimming. Yeah, with radioactive fish, apparently. So, eh, you know. And every time you get out of the water, you'd stink. You'd smell horrible. Oh, yeah. Like, I made a bullet pointed list of things that you can find in a lake at any given time. Um, <laughs> Dead bodies, number one. True. Uh, number two, apparently giant river otters. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not in North America, but unknown ghoulish fish, 
upturned trees that feel like scraggly witch fingers when they touch your back. (laughs) A lot of feces. Yeah, yeah. Human and animal. Turtle semen. (laughs) Oh, God. And apparently ghost towns because TVA, the Tennessee Valley Authority, flooded a lot of towns. Yeah. Um, I was saying the 30s and 40s. Mm-hmm. And so there are just these buildings, these old towns that are underwater. And that's just so creepy to me. I don't know. There's something about it. Oh, yeah. It's scary. It's weird. The last... um I guess, amount of water that I've been in. I went to Townsend and they have uh, a nice creek type there running that people mm-hmm. can tube down. But it's notorious <laughs> for people pulling their bottoms down and having their ass in the tube and just taking a shit and it rolling downstream. And then all of a sudden you stand up and you're just like in it, like am- amongst the rocks. Like you'll just see, you know. Turds. Yeah, rolling Rolling with the rocks and the streams and stuff because people just oh my god decide to just like this is a toilet. <laughs> people are fucking disgusting. Yeah, so I don't like to get in that very much. And no, yeah, no, no. Every once oh. in a while, every once in a while, but ew. I'm always like, better make sure I drink some cranberry juice and you know, <laughs> just prepare my urethra for parasites. Oh God. <laughs> that's, oh, that's so Ooh. gross. Ooh. Yeah. And the lakes around, and I can't, I remember that near my house, no, maybe it was in um, Teleco or something. Mm-hmm. They had found a body or whatnot. And I'm just like, oh, come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I learned about this Argentinian river otter that's yeah. giant. It's three feet long. So it's basically Gosh. a dog. It's basically yeah. the size of Ripley. <laughs> Jeez. I know what you you all out there are thinking. Oh, otters are so cute. They're just these little precious wet bundles of fur that like mm-hmm. they hold hands in the ocean and they're just so precious. Yeah, that's a regular otter. If you look up, go look up giant otter. It <laughs> looks so much different. <laughs> this thing <laughs> looks like like an animatronic anaconda yeah. that has put on a fursuit and has grown f- human fingers. <laughs> it's, it's a greasy looking thing. Its eyes are yeah, its so eyes look mean. dead. Yeah. <laughs> they do. <laughs> it's it's evil eyes. <laughs> it's, it's really nasty. It's nasty looking. All I'm saying is I would not want to see one of those oh, swimming. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Hell <laughs> it's no. So scary. I mean, it's bad enough when you see, like, a snake slither through the water or you feel something touch your ankle or your foot or see a giant wolf spider on the rocks, you know? No. Uh, it's enough for me. It's like during, during the summer, I, you know, I enjoy hiking and everything, and I've got a, you know the great smoky mountains near me and I can go mm-hmm. anytime. There's an abundant amount of trails, but there's rattlesnakes, bears. Oh God. No, no sis. I'm not going, I'm not doing it. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait <laughs> for everything to go into hibernation. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember working at this particular site in the mountains of North Carolina and this one, this fellow employee, there was this, 
mama bear and her cubs that were walking through the site where we were working. <laughs> and this fellow employee was like, oh, so cute. I'm going, I want to go pet the baby. And I was like, no. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm going inside. Uh, you're welcome to stay out here. And she's like, oh, it's not a big deal. I'm like, okay, well, when when you don't have arms, well. I've seen bears at the zoo and they didn't do nothing to me. <laughs> I seen bears in a cage and you feed them marshmallows. She said something like that. I've oh, seen God. bears in a cage and you feed, you pay 10 cents to feed them marshmallows. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, God. This is exactly how it'll go, except for your face will be the marshmallow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yum, yum. Your fucking hands <laughs> will be the marshmallow. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Yeah. So researching this, I've realized that I have a fear of like mounds of like, I guess, like unknown territory, like what can be inside of it. Because I have a lot of nightmares where one reoccurring one is I will go up into an attic that is filled like to the ceiling, to the rafters with just junk and clothing. And I have to dive into this hole that's in the middle of it. And it sucks me into this world. Oh God. And then the other one that I have had recently is being on a, plain blanketed field of snow and then i realized that there is an entire like enormous cavernous city below the snow and i have to dig my way into the city and it freaks me out (laughs) i don't know why (laughs) or i fall into the snow and i'm like trapped and i gotta dig my way through the city oh i don't know i don't know why it freaks me out so much i've had a lot of reoccurring dreams about tornadoes uh number Mm. one i'm very very scared of tornadoes like like anytime that there's a tornado warning or a watch or just a thunderstorm with wind i (laughs) panic i'm pacing i'm watching the news i am like karen but worse (laughs) (laughs) i'm calling i'm calling up neighborhood watch have you seen it yet is it around here (laughs) (laughs) let's go to the basement Go to the basement. Oh my god! That's literally. I'll be like, we should go to the basement. I'm scared. Aww. But I, I got I eventually got a dream encyclopedia, and I started reading about that. And you know, and it the dreams do correlate to where I'm feeling maybe really stressed or chaotic mm. in my life. And sometimes I'll have those dreams when I'm experiencing those feelings. So sometimes it's kind of funny how your inner workings play into that and how you're yeah. feeling and what you're experiencing in your current life. But I'll have to bring that. I'll have to bring some fun. Oh, pl- on our trip. Please mm. do. Please do. Oh, yeah. Um, so, Mary, you sent me some interesting things. Oh, I did. I did. You really did. Um, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So uh, I'm going to share some experiences. And I left you a lovely photo from this actual person and I when I was 15 years <laughs> old. So... Um, so when I was about 15 or 16 years old, I was living in Mississippi at the time, Northern Mississippi. And when I was in high school on the bleachers one day, I remember, you know, 
of course, wanting a boyfriend or whatever. And a friend of mine was like, well, I, I know this guy and he's single and he's really sweet. I think you'd get along with him. Great. <laughs> and I got his phone number and we started corresponding with each other. I mean, this is yeah. every time. Anytime someone has told me, oh, I know someone who would be great for you. You should go on a yeah. date. It has ended up being a fucking nightmare. Horrible. Horrible. People like to say all the time that, oh, online dating, you never know. Mm-hmm. No, bullshit. Blind blind dates are the worst. Horrible. <laughs> this, this date situation that I was set up with and one my mom set me up with one time were the most horrifying experiences of my life <laughs> as far as dating has gone. Um, I never dated this person, never held hands, never kissed. Mind you, I was just like a kid. And <clears throat> we started talking every night. And then, you know, things were going pretty good for a while. I mean, it was just, you know, pleasant conversation, learning about each other, whatnot. Um, almost yeah. kind of like pen pals. We didn't live in the same town or anything. And... um so things started to get weird when all of a sudden we were on the phone with each other and he was like, hold on a second. I'm like, okay. He's like, there's something, there's something in the bushes. Its eyes are glowing. Hold on. I'll call you back. And I was like, what the fuck is going going on? And of course, in my experience, like I'm just bored out of my mind. There's nothing really to do until school tomorrow. So I'm just going to be entertained by whatever's coming out of this. Right. So he calls me back and he's like, you know, talking about these eyes he's seen in the shrubbery that apparently brought on this confession that he has been visited by demons almost nightly. They come for him and they attack him and he has to fight them off. And during one phone conversation, it happened. And he just, he must be really good at multitasking because he was able to fight off the demon and keep me on the phone at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, this, this demon fighting goes on for weeks. I don't know why I had to keep talking to him. I just did. I think it was low key, very, very entertaining for me. These, these motherfucking cocks, cock blocking demons are just trying to get in between me and this beautiful princess. <laughs> he was, <laughs> he was a mess. So the time came for us to finally meet. We had a play. I'm surprised that the time came. Yeah, I I had, it was a new town. I was living with my dad. I'd normally had lived with my mom. So I think this is my first year living with my dad. So I was just desperate for any kind of attention. And mind you, I was thinking in the back of my head, okay, well, he's crazy, Mm -hmm. but maybe he's hot. So, I mean, a 15 Mm -hmm. or 16 year old, they really don't give a shit. It's, you know, whatever. I'd never laid eyes on him. This was before everybody had a camera and video, you know, chat on their, on their cell phones. I think I was using a landline. So I didn't know what he looked like. I was going into this blind. I already knew he was crazier than a fucking ape on fire, but <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty Eventually, crazy. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And so my dad drove up and picked him up and brought him back to my house to come hang out and have dinner. And I inserted this picture of our meeting day um, of me (laughs) 
very far away from him with my arms crossed and very, very, <laughs> very confused and very unhappy. Confused. <laughs> um, and he is wearing some sort of some sort of band tee. I don't know, but it looks like he looks like a fifth grader that has been blown up to teenager size. Yeah, he had some um, cargo pants on that turned oh, into yeah. shorts if he decided it got too hot. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Because you never <laughs> knew if if he came to my house, there might have been a demon that he needed to fight. And, you know, if he got hot, <laughs> you don't you don't want to have to sweat too much while you're fighting demons, <laughs> you know? But, yeah, I don't know what I was expecting. Maybe that he would look like a fucking Hanson or something. But, no, he, he looked nope. more like a hobbit. <laughs> and but but a very unfortunate hobbit <laughs> yes yes visually was very unappealing and soon <laughs> the correspondence ended and he probably Poor was guy. thinking it was the demons <laughs> well i mean to be fair it kind of was <laughs> yeah that's yeah. a little much it's a little much he's oh the poor guy he's probably so Oh, I, so I mentally ill. I can't he, even remember his real name, or I would try to look him up on Facebook <laughs> <laughs> yesterday. But oh yeah, I How literally yeah, I blocked his name completely out of my mind. So you oh know how that goes. God, it's the funniest mm. stuff. Yeah. Oh that's that's gold. Um poor guy is probably super super mentally ill. It's terrible. Yeah. But um oh yeah, I remember I had a friend in college set me up with this guy. He he was, you know, six, we'll say six foot five, Icelandic. Ooh. I mean, Ooh. he was a handsome man, crazier than a shit house rat. Oh shit. I think I remember this guy's name. It's kind of unforgettable, but we won't y- say yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we like dated for a little bit and he disappeared out of my apartment one morning. Huh. And I was like, okay, that's weird. And then he sent me this dramatic text. And I was like, okay, dude, I'm I'm good. Yeah. And then he spent the next six months stalking me. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. I would get these random texts that he would say he would be at this bar, which was right outside of my apartment. This bar was across the street like constantly get these texts and be like, Ooh, I need you and all this stuff. And I was like, dude, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I was like, I never think about you until you text me. <laughs> <laughs> like literally. And then I had to block him. So. Ugh. Yeah. That'll, just, that'll happen. Ugh. Yeah. He was just, ooh, he was just all sorts of, he's all, mm. all sorts of bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> things that I can't, <laughs> he won he won maybe this is too much information if you're a family member maybe don't listen to this next one but he told me once that he wanted to make a belt out of out of um duct tape to walk me with and i was like first of all if i was oh. into that you gotta be a little more classy than duct tape i deserve a premium <laughs> leash fuck you exactly <laughs> like you better get real patent leather <laughs> and i was like no nah, i'm good 
Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I've got another story. I know I didn't write this in my outline, but my mom, um, Oh, please tell. after, um, I broke up with my ex that I had my son with, um, I got set up on this date and I thought it was, um, some guy that my mom worked that I'd seen before. And I'm like, well, he's decent looking and seems like, you know, he's got his shit together and he's funny and whatever. Yeah. Sure. I'll go on this date. And then my, what I thought was weird at first is my mom was like, yeah, he looks just like your stepdad. I'm like, number one, I was thinking in my head who the person was. And I'm thinking, okay, no, no, he doesn't. And the actual person, it was somebody totally different. Also, again, very visually unpleasing for me. <laughs> Poor Kendall. He's like, oh, well, he well. looked nothing like Kendall, <laughs> nothing like Kendall. My, my mom. Yeah. She needs, she needs to wear her glasses. And he, um, we, we hung out for a while. I was kind of feeling it out. And then I realized he lived in his ex-girlfriend's parents' basement. And I only learned that after I went there, like, I think we're going out to dinner or something like that. And he was like, oh yeah, just try to be quiet. This is my ex-girlfriend's parents' house. And I'm like, the fuck? Seriously? Yeah. Weird. So that pretty much killed it for me. I'm like, you know, maybe he had a decent personality, I thought, until um, I found that out. And I'm like, this is just too much baggage for me. I've got my own really baggage. Weird. I can't add baggage on baggage, right? And then um, we went to um, the hospital where he worked. And we were getting in the elevator. He was picking up a paycheck or something. I don't know why I was running errands with him. What the fuck? I know, right? Like, here, let's go on a date. Let's go pick up my methadone real quick, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, picked up his check. He had um, kind of a faster car. I want to think it was like a Nissan, whatever that Nissan sports car is. Tinted windows where you couldn't see shit outside <laughs> because, you know, if it's dark, you might as well just roll down the windows. Um, <laughs> in the elevator, on the way back to the car, I tell him like, Cause I think he tried to kiss me or something. Like, I think we really should just be friends. Oh yeah. That was not good. Like, and this was before you could take an Uber or something like that. Right. <laughs> I would have been like, hi, uh, he had to drive uh, me back home. And the entire time he was speeding recklessly whipping around corners. I thought I was going to fucking die. What a fucking yeah. creep. What yeah. a fucking yeah. creep. Just just pissed off and yeah. just being a a fucking a child. Like I'm, I'm about sorry it. that I don't want to be romantic with you. You number one just killed it with the way that you act. Any potential for any kind of thing like that, any redemption whatsoever. It's a simple fact. You live in your ex-girlfriend's parents' basement. That's fucking red flag number one. And I was like. <laughs> Being single and out of, you know, a longer term relationship, I was ready to let my my hair loose and feel it out the dating scene. And I was not settling. So also the eyelash collection. That was red flag number two. <laughs> <laughs> all the blood and hair in his trunk. All, yeah. the, all the blood and hair splattered in your bathroom. <laughs> you say you just had a hard time taking taking shits. I don't think I believe you. I tried. I really tried, but I've got to go now. But, you know, let's just kill me on the way home. Why don't you? Oh, no. Some some guys are 
fucking disgusting. Yeah. What a creep. Yeah. What a creep. Indeed. I saw on your outline you'd written about the tampon plunge. Yes. Um, <laughs> I remember very clearly, very vividly, my sister being constipated and my parents like making her insert a suppository <laughs> and her being like 16 and on the toilet and me like, no, like screaming at my parents like, no, I can't, I can't. <laughs> must be like having parents in the medical field because my mom works in a GI office and every time I would be constipated, Mm -hmm. she would do anything to shove a suppository up my ass. I can remember like, just put, I'll help you put it in, Mary. I do this all the time. I'm like, mom, this is my anus. (laughs) (laughs) Just give me your straw, shoot it right over there. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, my mom too was a suppository pusher all the time. Yeah. All the time. I remember her trying to get me to do one. And I was just like, I can't. Mm-mm. No, things don't go in there. They come mm-hmm. out, they don't go in. Yeah. And oh. and I think their reasoning is if, well, if you don't do it, you know, I can do it and it'll be easier. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's the easy. psychological aspect of my mother <laughs> sticking something into my ass as an adult. That's that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a big because issue. Because I'm p- pretty sure I was 19 or 20 when she was very insistent about sticking that at my butt. So <laughs> you have to watch when you bend over anytime you make sure that Carol's not around. Like man, I had diarrhea this morning, but I better not mention anything to mom. She goes sniffing (laughs) in the bathroom. Kendall, are you having tummy issues? It's Mary, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Hear the snap of the gloves. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Uh, Well, my, yeah, the tampon plunge story. So, yeah, I got my first period at 11. And, of course, you know, as a little girl, they just start you out on pads. They don't. You don't go to the extremes like tampons quite yet, but, um, I actually had a trip to a water park planned and, uh, my period was not going to wait. So my mom had, had to get me junior tampons, which what the fuck they make yeah. junior tampons for little, for younger girls. Um, no. but, um, yeah, I had to figure out how to work those out, which was difficult enough. Get there. I don't even think I packed like anything anymore to change. Because I didn't just, I didn't really understand how any of that worked. Right. I got on one of these big slides, those big plunge slides that, you know, mm-hmm. you drop like 30, 40, 50 feet or I don't know, how, however long. Um, this was at Ogles Water Park that does not exist. Oh, anymore. my God. <laughs> my dad used to make fun of Ogles Water Park all the time. He's like, it's a giant toilet bowl. All people do is pee all over Ogles Water Park. Because I, as a kid, I'd be like, I want to go to Ogles Water Park. <laughs> like, no, no. It's filled with pee and feces. he's probably correct um but yeah i i climbed up the stairs and i slid down the slide and there's a lot of momentum and force when you hit the water and my tampon shot out like a bloody torpedo (laughs) and not only did i have to fish it out 
of the water in front of everybody, had to throw it away, and then I had to figure out what to do next because I was still at a water park. Pads would obviously get waterlogged, so my friend's mom happened to have some tampons, but they were supersized. It obviously just didn't work out, and after that, I don't really recall what I ended up doing, what my solution was. I don't know if I free-flowed and just dealed with it there, which could... (laughs) coincide with your dad's story about that place being accessible but um yeah the rest is just lost to history and yeah now now i'm a grown woman who can use super plus tampons really myself up for this (laughs) yeah i got that rough and tough and fucking buff flow yeah yeah i can use diva cups too bitch (laughs) (laughs) I hate the idea of a diva cup holding a little cup of warm blood and then pouring it in the toilet. But because my thought is I would want to rinse it out, Mm -hmm. but apparently you don't, you just shove it back up in there. Yeah. I mean, when you're in, in a stall at a bathroom, you don't want to come out of the bathroom. Like here's my blood trophy. Let me go rinse it out. You know? So you've just got to stick it right back up in there, I guess. Um, like, I uh, I used one for this... a little while and it was, I didn't think I would get it back out of me. It is like literally, you need to send a fucking canary in there first, you know, <laughs> and get your lantern ready because it's like, it's a very involved process that I'm not very comfortable with. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, no, I just imagine coming out of the stall. You have this bloody cup in your hands and, of course, some old woman rounds the corner and you're like, make eye contact. And then they look at what you have and then you you both kind of know, oh, this was just inside me. (laughs) Yeah. Or maybe some old woman doesn't know what the fuck it is. She just knows that it's small and covered in blood. Did you lose the baby, honey? Oh, do you want to? Oh, my God. Are you okay? Could you imagine, like, no, this is my diva cup. And then having to publicly explain what the fuck was going the on. The fuck a diva cup. Oh, this, this here, this is um the cup that I insert inside my vagina that catches all my period blood. It's good for the environment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have a period horror story. Um, I, I do have a funny story where I was walking in a Walgreens and I was not wearing underwear, which sometimes I don't. (laughs) And on this particular day, I was wearing jeans and my jeans had come (laughs) unzipped. And this old old woman walked by me and she goes, (laughs) (laughs) she was walking toward me and she goes, Honey, I can see your vagina. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) That would be horrifying. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) She says, she's like, honey, I can see your vagina. And I was like, I was like, whoops. (laughs) 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 Whoopsies. <laughs> Went on, kicks. <laughs> Went on with my day. Tra la la. I swear I can't go to the CVS no more. I tell you, things are changing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
Did um did I tell you while um I, I went to school for aesthetics and everything. Um, and part yeah. of aesthetics is more than just skincare and <laughs> popping yeah. pimples and doing oh, yeah. eyebrows and makeup, right? It's also part of, you know, you have to learn how to do Brazilian waxes. So in order mm-hmm. to learn how to do Brazilian waxes when you were in school for this is you had to practice on your classmates. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I was the guinea pig one day. And apparently it is sometimes common for your labia to tear. Oh my God. Ah, no, 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 no. It happened to me. Oh my God. I am so sorry. Yeah. Um, luckily it heals up very, very quickly because the vagina (laughs) is a, is a resilient queen, but oh my God, the pain. (laughs) god damn it vicky i told you not to you have to hold down the flesh and rip in the same direction as the hair (laughs) blood just spraying everywhere (laughs) she fucking lays a wax strip horizontal across (laughs) your lips and your clitoris (laughs) all right here we go it'll stretch (laughs) oh No, oh. I didn't know it happened because the whole experience is just painful no matter what. And she's like, um, oops, warning. Um, so let me get the instructor. Just don't look down. <laughs> I, I would have honestly, I think I would. Yeah, I think I would have been more horrified if I would have done that to somebody else. Like, I know that I can like I can deal with this because I've given birth and I've had an episiotomy, which is pretty much where they. They cut the yeah. vaginal opening and whatnot. So, and that's almost exactly what it was, except for Mother Nature, you know, took whatever turn it wanted to, wherever it wanted to. So. What the fuck was she doing that she cut you? <laughs> it happened. Jesus. Yeah, everybody's um, parts down there are very different. Um, yeah, you told me. person. Yeah. There was a lady once who, you, <laughs> who came in for a wax and you were like, Ma'am, you have an STI. You need to go to the doctor. She's like, no, I don't. <laughs> like, very clear. She had genital warts or something. You will um, encounter some strange things. Um, yeah, indeed. And that is why I don't do that anymore. Because it's not like you can just say, like, I don't want to wax vaginas anymore. So I just, yeah, I didn't want to, cause <laughs> yeah. I was doing it a lot to like, you know, I, I was like in the better part of Knoxville, you know, where like Sequoia Hills and stuff is so yeah. I was working in that area. So it was a lot of like either college students or old rich ladies, old rich ladies getting, mm-hmm. getting the hedges trimmed. Yeah, getting them, getting them ripped up, <laughs> getting, the, <laughs> new, getting the carpet ripped up and new ones put down. Oh Yeah. Oh man, but it was not fun. But um I've got um a definition here for you. That- oh my god, I don't know if we can oh my god, I read this and I don't oh god, I don't know if I can hear it because it's so nasty. I think I, I don't know. Let's just say <laughs> look up you- on Urban Dictionary what Green Bay Butter Churner is. Oh. Or I don't. will warn you. It's if you no. Want you definitely to sleep. should. You should definitely do it before you go to bed, or actually, you should look it up while you're eating. 
Maybe like some butter on toast or something like that, preferably. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't, don't do any of that. Don't do any of what she just said. Don't, don't read it. Don't look it up. Mm-hmm. Just, you're good. You're good. Yeah. It's, um, um yeah, essentially it's a really, um, vivid sexual act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I can really say. Um, that I think involves it's too... breast milk and a butthole and we don't need yeah. to. Don't need to jump down that rabbit hole. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to scar all of our listeners. Um, no, some uh, maybe, some but, yeah, maybe it just depends. If maybe there's some haters listening, maybe we should. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember the next story that you prepared. Where I'm going to say this is the most clinical way possible, as to not be overtly blue collar and disgusting. Yeah. A man, a a young gentleman is performing oral sex on his partner and he has candy in his mouth. And for, for some fucking reason, he has candy in his mouth. Because she, for some reason, the girl, I guess, had a a strong odor coming from her undercarriage. So I could think the candy would help with that. That's just. That's so weird. That's just not, that does not solve anything that now, now I taste like fungus and butterscotch. (laughs) But anyways, he somehow this goofus loses his candy inside of her orifice. And when he goes to retrieve it with his mouth, he pulls out a herpes or gonorrhea polyp um mm-hmm. <sighs> just like <sighs> yeah and he did you know what anybody would do just throw up okay i can't put this in here <laughs> yeah. my, my mother will die she'll die she'll, she'll actually oh i'm i'm sure she's heard some crazy stories but yeah as, yeah look up the jolly rancher story on reddit um or don't yeah. if you want to sleep yeah <laughs> or if you know if you're unfazed by stuff like that go for it um it takes a lot i think to gross me out. i think the only thing that really grosses me out personally is like spit like when people hawk spit. up movies and stuff like that yeah spit pretty it. gross i don't like blood other people's blood um, I mean, I'm not particularly ecstatic mm-hmm. about my own. I'm not swimming in pints of it, but <laughs> um, yeah, I I had to get blood drawn for my job. And let me tell you, I almost passed out. I got really lightheaded. I just, I just oh, the no. thought of it. The worst actually though, the worst was getting my, um, the um, implant on. Uh-huh. And plan on removed. It's like this little matchstick sized um birth control rod that they mm-hmm. insert into your arm. She must have dug around in my arm because scar tissue had formed over where they had inserted it. She and I can hear her tweezing and snipping and cutting the whole time. She must have dug around for like 30 minutes trying Ooh. to rip that son of a bitch out of my arm. And I thought I was going to fucking puke the whole entire time. Oh, it was gosh. disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went in straight for an IUD. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I, I had an IUD for five years. 
And I can remember when I finally got it taken out because I'd heard horror stories about like side effects and different stuff like that. And then also that it could get embedded into the side of your uterus, yada, yada. Oh God, so, sweet Jesus. Yeah. When I went to the doctor, I felt like it was going to be more of an Easter egg hunt, but it, it came out fine <laughs> and it was, it, it was all good and dandy, but it, it was Where all right. It? Oh man. But well, yeah. And I'm sure your mom has some stories from being a nurse. I know my mom does. Yeah, definitely. And my friend Nikki, my childhood friend Nikki, she um we're still friends, but um her mom was a nurse. And there's all of these stories. Um I'm in nursing school now, but I was a CNA for a long time. And when I was in school for that, the nurse had told some horrifying stories to kind of um prepare us for right. anything. And this story involved a woman um with a colostomy. And if you don't know what a colostomy is, it is an opening into your um, abdomen that exposes your bowel. So you would defecate through that into a bag and then you'd remove Mm -hmm. it. It can be closed back up and you can poop like normal afterwards if you can. But people that can't, they have that for whatever reason or another. There's different reasons. But um, she had came in and um, she had some kind of, I guess, infection. In her stoma, which is that opening. Mm -hmm. And apparently it was um, a sexually transmitted disease um, because her partner had been having sex with her. But rather than using, you know, her vagina, he used the stoma. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually more common than you would think. My mom said she walked in on a an older couple. Yeah that were in the process oh. of doing that. And she was like, she was, yeah, it was. I'll a, come back when you're not busy. She was like, <laughs> okay. She was like, you can do that on your, I mean, on your own time, but don't do that with a colostomy hole. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's not, it's not a good idea. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for, listening to us i know this this hasn't been our usual but it was fun and we hope you enjoyed some of the nasty and some of the cringe um please uh like subscribe comment it, um yeah feel free to reach out we have an email set up freaks of a feather podcast at gmail.com if you have any suggestions or just funny comments or whatever don't don't hesitate to shoot us an email. We'd love to hear from anybody that listens, you know, whether it be appreciation, hate, um, ideas, just just give it to us. And um, we also have a YouTube channel, Freaks of a Feather podcast. Yep. Yep, I set up the first one. It's kind of goofy. I probably spent way too much time on it. Um, So next time it'll be a little less visually satisfying, but It'll be the same content. So if you like to use that medium versus, you know, all these podcast apps, Mm -hmm. you can check it out on there. So thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.